Speaking of Rankins, I'm trying to to play up the Rankin Bass look of it, but yeah, do we have a link to that letterbox? If you look up progressively horrified on letterbox, you'll find it. There's the progressively horrified rankings, and then I made a list on my letterbox that was all the spoopy movies. So that one also shows up, but it's the ranking one. Cool. And so we've got about uh, about 20 to do, it looks like. Sounds good. Let's go. Good evening and welcome to Progressively Horrified, the show where we hold horror to standards it absolutely never agreed to. <laughs> I think the place we need to start this time is, uh, said the beginning of our Asian American and Pacific Islander month of, of movies here, which we started that makes uh, sense. with Hausu. Hausu. One. Hausu. I, I, I also say one. I also say number one for Hausu. Uh, for real though, I'm not, I'm not serious. No, okay. Not number one, but honestly, like Hausu should be like, I'm putting it in like, at 11. Hausu is very high. Like, I, I've got, like, I might put Hausu, like, I don't know, in the ready or not Jennifer's body range. Yeah, no, I, I'm putting it right above ready or not. It's ready or not's good, but it's not like it doesn't have the rewatchability and like the, the just. It's so fucking iconic. Staying power that Hausu does. It is camp defined. Yeah. Jeremy is making faces, and I like that me and Emily are Team Hausu on this. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm good with putting Hausu far up here. I was actually just comparing to like ones that I have sim like that I feel similar mood wise to, which is that and Psycho Gorman, and mm-hmm. I like Psycho Gorman better. But Psycho Gorman is not better objectively than Hausu. Hausu I mean, objectively, it absolutely is. But from well, a camp perspective... Yeah, I'm not, sure about, I'm not sure about that one. Are you saying that Psycho Gorman is objectively a better film than Hausu? I mean, it certainly has a higher production value than Hausu. It certainly actually it makes some, some amount of sense. Different amount of production. I mean, when it's put Hausu. straight up to the test of Psycho Gorman versus Hausu... I'm definitely putting it above Nightmare Before Christmas, though. Yeah. You're not putting it above Nightmare Before Christmas? No, definitely. No, definitely are. am. You are so putting it up. It definitely goes between. Yes, I'd, I'd, put it right behind, I'd put it right behind Psycho Goreman. I would put it right behind Promising Young Woman because it's better than Jennifer's Body and it's better than Ready or Not. And uh, feel free to say no, but I will not take no for an answer. I mean, I strongly disagree. To me, it's just like, it and Psycho Goreman just hit the same beats. Unless we also want to move Psycho Goreman up, which I'm okay, okay we, with. I'm, I'm okay with the rankings right now, but here's my pitch for you. One, Psycho Goreman would not exist without Hausu. Almost directly. Because without Hausu, you wouldn't have the same kind of like crazy... Yeah, but by that logic, in a few months, so I got to put Bella Lugosi's Dracula over Bram Stoker's Dracula, and that just ain't fucking happening. Right, but I mean, like, I'm not talking... This is amongst many other criteria. I'm looking at, on top of all the other criteria that we have with Hausu, you know, I'm not... I, this is not the definitive logic. This is just, you know, a little grain of sand to maybe tip these scales as they should be, which is how Sue goes right after Promising Young Woman. I, I'll never <laughs> be able to shake the feeling with how Sue that it could be legitimately a better movie if it had any sort of pacing or plot or any of the elements we usually expect from film instead of just being the batshit insane thing that it is. And I love the batshit insane thing that it is, but I think Psycho Gorman has some of that same flavoring without losing the... the I also think, like, crazy as is, I think the comedy in Psycho Gorman is just so sharp, whereas I think it's a little broader comedy in House 2. Well, we also think there's some cultural context things in House 2 that... Yes, no, there are definitely big parts of House 2 that are references to entire genres I have no idea exist. Without a doubt. Really, some genres that did not exist yet at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, everything involving the teacher and the bear, I'm assuming, is a reference to some kind of like late night Japanese talk show oh, yeah, that I don't is. know about. Yes. But also, 
I, you know, you think about Psycho Gorman. Yeah, and there's a guy, and he's just like a meat grinder man. But think about that woman eating the head and just freaking out those girls with the eyeball in her mouth. And I want you to think about her and how we would be doing her a great, great dishonor by placing her below Jennifer's body. I've got a lot of trouble putting this about putting House to above Psycho Gorman. I could move Psycho Gorman up a, a few spots with it, but putting it above Psycho Gorman doesn't go down easy. I can continue to lobby for this. And we know you will. Okay. This- Part of the reason Jennifer's body is so high up here is me, and I continue to be very high on that movie. But what I will concede, if it helps move this along, is that we put Psycho Gorman at 11 and House at 12 and then just drop Jennifer's body and Ready or Not down one apiece. I'm good or with two, that. Down, down two, I guess. I will concede to this, mainly because I know our buddies are working on the comics of it, of Psycho Gorman. And Psycho Gorman That's does... right. Nobody that we know is working on licensed Haosu properties. If licensed. only. Fucking if only. Maybe the descendants of Haosu, but not... If not I was one of those world. people where uh, Black Parade was one of like the defining songs of their teenage dumb, maybe I would give the nod to Haosu, but it, it just wasn't that impactful a song for me growing up. I mean, it definitely wasn't for me. Because but... I know there are people who would be like, it belongs higher on the list just for inspiring the song. It's a good song. Did not change my life the way it seems to have done like half of like the fucking millennial generation. All right. Then we'll, we'll put it there for now. We have something very important to talk about, which is our first uh, Filipino film, Suko. Oh, that movie's not very good. <laughs> I did not care for that movie. It's like the horror movie version of watching porn on Cinemax. Yeah, I was like, going to say it's softcore it's soft, horror. It's that yes. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's exactly what it is. It's softcore horror. Yes. Oh, that's a great way of putting it. I think in like, I was maybe a little generous to it when it was like the first movie we saw and it's just like, okay, different countries. Who am I to judge? Like, let me be generous. But now we got queen of black magic coming on. And if this is, if this is softcore horror, queen of black magic is like the kinkiest, most hardcore shit. You got to go to like, the underground, underground porn shop to get. Yeah. I mean, for me, trying to figure out where it goes, I would put it above bad hair um, because bad hair is only as high as it is uh, for like the consideration we gave that based on like, like cultural stuff to some extent. Yeah. And Zukub has the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's the range I would Zukub, put in. But like overall, the, the quality of the, the film itself is not great. I would put it over Friday the 13th. Uh, it feels mean to put it below Resident Evil, but maybe that's where it belongs. No. Resident no, that's Evil... that's the right ranking. Yeah, no, Resident Evil goes above this. Yeah, 2002 yeah. Resident Evil. Huzzah, the, yeah. council, the council is unanimous. Yes. Speaking of some hardcore shit, what comes after that is the train to Busan. Yeah. Okay, this has got to be high up. I that's would a top put 10 this... movie to me. Yeah, um, I would put this. Oof, I would put this on one side or the other of Candyman, uh, uh, modern Candyman, modern Candyman. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah I was thinking above like, Mayhem. Oh, yeah, I would not like, quite above, above, above Mayhem. mayhem yeah. But it and Mayhem have some some of the same energy. Man, mayhem I really like fun movie. Train to Busan is a good like a good ass movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Train to Busan is just next level. Yeah. I really like Candyman and Us, but honestly, like, I'm not sure where it goes with regard to those two movies. I say put Train to Busan between Candyman and Mayhem. I have spoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm good with that. I'm not going to argue down some of my favorite movies. The next one is Shudder, the worst chip. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. Where do we put the... Scary ghosts and pictures movie where the the hero turns out to be just the worst of villains, actually. Ooh, this one. Hmm. It belongs in the 50s. Yeah, that's exactly the range I was looking at. Yeah, and I'm looking between the Black Christmas and Nightbreed, either on one one side or the other of Black Christmas. I'd almost put it a little higher than that. Yeah, yeah, I'd put it above Black Christmas. I feel like uh, Shudder had a little stronger 
impact on me. It feels more memorable. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the right thing. Now we're moving along, but is it more fun for the listeners when we fight? Who knows? (laughs) Hard to say. No, this one, who this was the rough one, Queen of Black Magic. Yeah. I'm going to say for me that definitely goes above Shudder. It definitely goes above Sukov as well. Yes. I would put it above First Purge. I might even put it like, or like not above Scream, uh, right below Scream. Between Scream and The Mummy? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to that, I'm not. I'm not married to that. Yeah. But definitely in that, like, 40s range. Yeah, I am going to, I mean, I like this movie better than I like The Mummy, but I think that The Mummy, I'm going to concede that The Mummy is objectively better than Queen of Black Magic. I mean, they're both really good examples of filmmaking. Yes. Like, I, I do, I am legitimately impressed by, like, the craft that went into Queen of Black Magic. But The Mummy is, you know, Hollywood's last great action adventure. That's not true. Chris yeah. and the Black Pearl was. There's nobody whose death in that movie I'm particularly sad about. It's rough, but like the mummy, I feel like you you care much more about the main characters than Oh yeah. Yeah. When you do that. Oh yeah. Not that that movie particularly wants you to be that that strongly invested. But we are saying we care more about them than we do Gizmo, the Gremlin. Yes. Of course. Yes. God Gremlins is a weird movie. I have a very enjoyable, right but very even strangely paced. I have a student right now who's like eight, and he is this drawing prodigy. He's so good. He's like he's really good. He doesn't do sketching or anything. He just goes in there and he has like his anatomy all there, and he is obsessed with gremlins. I don't know if he should be watching. I get that, but <laughs> yes. Has a TV show happened? I don't think no, so. coming out on that. I don't think I so. Think. I get that because when you're a kid. It's going to hit you on all levels, and you're not going to be like, sure, it's weird how we get this whole it's a wonderful life kind of setup that ends up not mattering at all. <laughs> you got to be jaded alcohol accessing adults to get into that zone. And as a kid, you're just like, yay, gremlins in the bar doing the stuff. Wee! And then as an adult, you're like, this sequence sure does go on for a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he really does love gremlins, too, as well, which is like, Okay, now that makes perfect sense. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay, he likes whatever fucking chaotic energy is in the air. This kid's cool as shit. Yeah, no, he is. He is cool as shit. Sometimes I wish like he would do the thing I ask him to, but he's just like, I'm gonna draw this beautiful like dragon monster creature, and with like all his rendering, and I'm like, cool. He's in gremlin mode. Yeah, grim- definitely gremlin mode. Okay. <laughs> So let's see. What do we I feel got? Like we all like goblin mode because it's an attainable goal. You can be so much in too. so much in this world is just really hard, and the deck stacked against you. I feel like we can all just devour like a bag of chips, like a feral animal, while wearing an oversized hoodie. Yeah, and like causing chaos and carrying around pots of oil. Goblins do that, right? Is that what goblins do? Some of them. I don't remember that part. What are goblins but, doing? You know. You bring uh, that oil back, goblins. We need that for Hanukkah. They're capturing the dwarves while they're sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the Ukobak is a goblin, and he carries around boiling oil and, and uses it to fry food. And also <laughs> light fireworks. This is reminding me of a propos of nothing. This is reminding me of a story idea I wanted to tell y'all when we're not recording. Okay. <laughs> right. Speaking it's of recording. Not much, but it's an elevator pitch. Let's let's talk about our next one here, which we watched with our good friend Alon Eleven. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge. Oh man, oof! I is it gay litmus test? On one hand, I know it's an object. I know it's objectively a better movie than Hellbent, but it feels bad putting a movie this homophobic ahead of Hellbent. Yeah, that's literally. I was thinking right below Hellbent. Yeah, um, let's do right below. I'm good with I'm that. Say that, yeah. Because I'm okay yeah. with putting it over the weird your mom was an actress and raped of Scream 3. Yeah. But yeah, not, I, not I over guess, the You actual... know what, I guess Scream 3 does earn that lower ranking when you when that's your first memory. Because I was just looking at Scream 3 and being like, that's too low. But when I remember Scream 3, all, all I remember is like Parker Posey and Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah. I mean, all I remember that's... is seeing that Weinstein logo like... at the beginning and then... Like, they're literally being a plot that sounds like the life of Harvey Weinstein. I enjoy Scream 3 more with every time I view it. 
which I think has now been like three or four times sometimes. It's been it's been a fun ride. But I mean, you have to take so many points against it for being by far the worst whodunit of the series, which is kind of the central con- like conceit of the franchise. Also, Jay yeah. and Silent Bob are in it. Also, sure. Jay and Silent Bob are in it. I that don't know if that moves also. it up or down in the rankings. Okay, guys. No, get out your discolored balls of air to throw at each other because it's time to talk about the Covenant. Uh, uh yeah, it's gonna go. It's above the craft legacy. Fart noise. It's basically, the fart noise to that. I say is the craft legacy, isn't it? Like, is it better? It's than definitely. Disney? Yeah, I had fun I of it. No I would put it might be too high. Honestly, I would probably put it above Sukob, maybe above Resident Evil for like. No, Resident Evil is dumber fun. Yeah, no, Resident no, no, Evil. Hold on. Now this does have. This does have Sebastian Stan calling that man a, a weeage. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. Uh, poor Sebastian Stan's back carrying that whole fucking film. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's nothing in Resident Evil that good. There really isn't. Like, every part of Resident Evil is, like, fun by accident, except for the laser hallway, which is legitimately dope. But Sebastian Stan in that role, like, him alone is more fun than anything in Resident Evil. However, Except for when she does... karate chops the jelly dog. Yes. She, she These are kicks both the dog. Fun, dumb movies. Yeah, she kicks the dog. I don't advocate the kicking of dog. However, I will say this. Covenant does try to take witchcraft away from women. It did do that. <laughs> Jeremy's day, I'm still not sure who the Covenant is for. I mean, I mean it's for women. Yaoi yeah, yeah, like, that's what it is. It's the yaoification of the craft. Yeah, it's like yaoi fan fiction, but it's like the yaoi fan fiction where you can't have women in it unless they're like killed or almost killed because you just want to see the dudes like get it on. And it's it, it is so far yaoi that it is like misogynist again. Yeah, for me, it goes over Resident Evil, but definitely under Drag Me to Hell, which has yes. An intentionally unlikable main female character who beats up old people. That's true. Yes, I, I agree with that ranking. And Drag Me to Hell does what it says on the 10. Yes. Yeah. Covenants. Okay, let's, let's do that. I would have, I know we were, I did, Drag Me to Hell is the one movie I kind of want to give another rewatch to and like wonder if I was overly harsh despite the dodginess involving certain persecuted minority groups. But man, would I have a, I, I feel like I would have like some real explaining to do if we put the covenant over a Sam Raimi movie. I'm gonna totally I would say, yeah, I would put that over uh now you've you've made me full of beans and spunk and I'm really all about putting it over drag me to hell. Oh no, my hubris has no. cursed us again. Now I wanna be like, no, drag me to like I really don't like that movie. No, I do want you to remember the scene in the covenant where the guys decided to take a bet and what color the woman's panties are and then do a spell to blow it up and it turns out she's not wearing any panties and that's like a also, whole also, scene in that movie remember clearly mid-20s tyler kirch have, like having to portray seven no 16 i mean 20 year old actors playing 16 year olds is something that i actually am like about because you know i don't want teen people who are underage to deal with that shit and in, in film just in real life in real life, yeah, like, whatever. But I will say this for Drag Me to the Hell, that fucking, like, the talking goat and the, like, talking dead guys, goat. The dead guys like, crazy the talking goat. Yeah, there was a talking goat. And, yeah, like, there was, like, everything was racist. And there was, like, sad here's chat. Where, here's, here's where we find ourselves. What's worse, Drag Me to Hell's racism or the Covenant sexism? Drag Me to Hell's racism. I think the end of Drag Me to Hell puts that far and away above the Covenant, because the end of the Covenant sucks. Uh, You're right, actually, yeah. He blows Sebastian's hand away, and he disappears, and then they're all like, I guess he's gone. And then I guess we get I don't remember exactly. Like, Drag Me to Hell's most memorable moment is the literal last scene. Yeah, that was Fuck, when her eyeballs are bugging out of her skull, like, while she's going into hell. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I love this conversation, but we have more important things to talk about because the Lost Boys is next up. Lost Boys! 
Scroll it up. Okay, that's got to go. Oh, Just got to start scrolling up that list. First question yeah. is Lost Boys or Scream? Lost Boys. Yeah, definitely Lost Boys. Like, I'm putting like, oh man, I feel like that's got to go in like the Godzilla Annihilation host range. I would put it above Vel. I would. I could put, yeah, I, I could be down for that. I could put I it above Velvet Saw. I could for also, sure. I could I probably could, put it above Happy Death Day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I think Nightmare on Elm Street is is the wall. Yeah. That one in Happy Death Day is a hard call for me, just because Happy Death Day is so smart. I could put it, uh, do we want to say between Happy Death Day and A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? I'm going to put it, I have to put it above the Happy Death Day. I am contractually obligated to put it above Happy Death Day. I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like me and Jeremy did beat you up a little bit on that first one. You 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 might be able to win here, Emily. <laughs> I'm yeah. not I'm not asking for a pity ranking, but I'm just talking. I, I am engaging in democratic, you I know, bargaining. You know, at least somebody is. I mean, like, look, if we're chips and giveaways and bribe, I don't, you know, democracy. <laughs> if we're talking. Nightmare on Elm Street, Lost Boys, and Happy Death Day. Those are three movies I would watch right now like if somebody's yeah. like hey do you want to watch any of those movies i'd be like yeah i will watch any of those movies right now i would um, I, I mean i would watch the lost 100%. boys just for the music and the, the grandpa i mean i don't know about y'all but i still believe i've never stopped believing but i still you didn't believe. get that that was a reference to the saxophone yeah, song in lost boys go listen to it it's Not good s- i know you two get it i'm talking to the audience oh yeah not Tom Morello, but like Tim Tim Capello. I can't remember. He's just Oh man, can you imagine Tom Morello doing a cover of that song though? Holy fuck. That would be awesome. If he did a cover of that of that song dressed like Tim Capello or whatever the guy's name is. Tim Capello, who shows up in the season two finale of uh Reservation Dogs. No. Yes. That's I haven't awesome. seen that. It is real surreal, exactly the way the show wants it. It is meta and surreal as fuck. Yeah. You haven't seen Reservation room? Dogs? It is good. It is good, good in TV. Yeah, I, def- I definitely recommend that show. But okay, so Lost Boys is uh, number twenty-four. It's above the. It's above Nightmare on Elm Street. The end. Oof! Above Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I'm. No, that, I, I think by... that's. I think. I, I think that's where I gotta. I, I think that's where right I got to draw Nightmare on Elm Street, put it at number 27. That movie's perfection is not in its quality. All right. It is, it is the perfect what it is. And Nightmare on Elm Street is so so incredibly well made. Yeah, I, I, I'm with that. Nightmare on Elm Street is, is, is the wall that Lost Boys cannot overclimb. That's not a word. No, we can't fly um, over that. Yeah, that sounds like the name of like one of the bad G.I. Joes. Be like in the discount bin. Overclimb. Overclimb with his rope climbing action. Now, speaking of uh, Samuel Raimi, this is the point where we talked about Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness. I'm scrolling down. How the fuck do you, how do you even begin to rank a Marvel movie in this list? It's very difficult. I mean, it's definitely better than Drag Me to Hell. You know, going Raimi to Raimi is definitely better than Drag Me to Hell. Like, even just like, I feel like I almost have to judge this on like just the Wanda scenes and the zombie scenes. Good, she's so good. Like, there's a lot of this movie that's like Marvel fair, which isn't a thing we cover. But then, like that Raimi brilliance flares up, and it's great. So it's definitely not above Devil Man. It absolutely is. No, it's absolutely above Devil. Absolutely not. But is it above Blackula? I think it is above it is Alien not, 3, an objectively worse action film. It is not above Devil Man. It is definitely can't, above Devil Man. I can't accept that. You're going to have to. I can't. I, I watched a Devil Man. You have to accept that it is, <laughs> it is not as good. As fucking Mystery of Doctor Strange and the Mystery of Madness or whatever. Not the Look, name as, of a, as a manga <laughs> and as part of comics history, Absolutely nobody is fucking arguing against Devil Man's like brilliance and influence in the manga as a movie on its own without anything else supporting it. Okay, I could put Both it between of these Devil Man are full and the of scary vaginas. So I, I kinda like the idea of there being something between the Devil Man movies. 
Yeah, that course, feels really Doctor dumb Strange. and funny, and I like that. Devil Man, Doctor Strange, Devil Man too. <laughs> I can dig that. That's fine. I really do think we put Alien Three too high up here. No, we didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. we can we can knock it down. I could see it going below Black Christmas. Like, fucking, it's our list. We can change it. We're not locked into this shit. We write the rules of this episode. I mean, I just really want to go down one below Ginger Snaps because I okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, think, I'll say yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. I think Ginger Snaps yeah. is the best Ginger Snaps. Alien 3 is not even the third best Alien movie. Alien 3 isn't is even the, the best, best version of Alien 3. That's true. <laughs> I will say that like, Alien Resurrection has a higher rewatchability scale than Alien 3, even though Alien you 3 You're telling me Ron Roman and Winona Ryder got watchability? Get and, out of town. And Winona Ryder with a basketball. I don't think Renona Ryder ever touches that basketball. I mean, Sigourney Weaver with the basketball. Yes. The other one. The other I mean, one. Again, like, it is interesting. One thing that's always fun about these episodes is, you know, especially some of the ones we watched a while ago, a kind of new metric is now be like, okay, it's been a while. Which of these have, like, stuck with me and had, like, an impact? And yeah. I got to say, I feel like looking back through the fog of time, Ginger Snaps is like a more memorable and impactful movie on me than Alien 3. I, I will Speaking agree of with you. Speaking of which, you want to talk about some shit that has an impact that sticks with you. The next one of these that we have is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, oh yeah. New uh, catchphrase. Right above Jennifer's body. Yeah, I was about I to ask that. you above or below the Lost Boys. I would put it above the Lost Boys because the Lost Boys, well, hmm. That's a good question. Shit. I think it goes above. I'm very biased because fucking Rocky Horror is just associated with some of the best memories of my life. So, yeah. Yeah. I have more I'm a, I'm a little biased on this. Show memories, the Lost Boys memories. I mean, Lost Boys is great and all. I, I, I feel very biased. The Lost Boys is a movie I've watched and enjoyed. Rocky Horror is like the second date like I went on with like my partner of a decade. There's a lot of good yeah. memories there. Yeah, I mean, if that's going to be the, the I'm just saying game, I'm I emotionally mean, compromised. If this is a law type thing, I have to, I'm recusing myself, but we make the <laughs> laws. We're like the Supreme Court. We don't have to abide by ethics codes. I'm no, just saying don't. I took my wife. I, like, on am I saying I'm more see... honorable than at the Supreme Court? Absolutely. Get fucking die, Samuel the, uh, Alito. The Ryan Reynolds Amityville Horrors. <laughs> that's not placing up here. Yeah. God, Ryan, can you? I was going to say, what is Ryan Reynolds in horror? But then I remember there's a whole movie that's just Ryan Reynolds trapped in a coffin. Yeah. That sounds unpleasant. Might be fun for us to watch sometime. Yeah. The movie doesn't sound fun, period. Yeah. No. It's like Phone Booth. Remember Phone Booth? No. I want to say it's Colin. And it's like, if you get out of that phone booth, I'm going to shoot you. That's I know it, there's the phone booth and there's cellular, the which are basically the same movie, but one of them is moving around. Man, I would. What movie are we? What movie are we ranking? I forgot. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my God! Right? Yes. Okay. Above, uh, I'm going to boys. put this at number ten above original Candyman and be below Bit. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, Candyman. I really love Candyman, so yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put it above Ready or Not and. Yeah, it's a both I mean, promising young woman for me. Fuck. Rocky Horror and promising young woman—that's a fucking that's, motherfucker. That's a very double header. Yeah, I would that's... not watch those two movies back to back. Would not be my choice. I proposed above original Candyman. Do we want to go above or below? I'm going to go. Two movies that make you feel dirty in very different ways. I would go above the original Candyman because. Because the Candyman did have some things were, that were broken and were fixed later by new Candyman. So I'm going to agree because the vote's already two in favor and I don't want to be on the losing side. I'm also good putting it above original Candyman. You'll want to save whatever influence you have for the next one, which is Evil Dead 2. Yeah, that's where I got to be stocking up my points. Oof. I would put, honestly, I might put it right behind Rocky Horror. I I Evil can't dead. I can't in good faith put it above House because House did everything that Evil Dead did before Evil Dead. But so. with Bruce Campbell, you know you don't know if any of those some of those people might be Japanese Bruce Campbells. 
Oh, man, I would love it if it turned out that Mac was played by Bruce Campbell all along. Right. Just trying to figure I mean, out what Evil Dead too. I mean, Bruce that is just would look like. It's uh, like that. It, it's like that. Hausu is Japanese horror comedy, and Evil Dead Two is American horror comedy. I mean, you got the Looney Tunes in there. Yeah. It. The problem with Evil Dead Two is that the first half is a lot better than the second half. Like, and no part of House Ash, is better than any other part of House. It's all the same amount of good. It, yeah. The problem is like when it's just Ash versus the House. It's great. So, like, the whole first half and the end is all real good. But then, like, that whole, like, third and four-fifths of the movie, that, like, later 40%, that's the other people. And then they start getting picked off one by one, and it becomes a little more traditional of a horror movie. Again, at no point is this movie ever bad, but, like, there are absolutely parts of the movie that are better than other parts of it. And yeah, I, I would have loved, loved so if, if uh, you know... Ash has hit his own group of sailor scouts there. When you said Ash versus the house, now that's the movie that I want to see. Is Ash versus the houseu? That's yeah. The oh man, there. that that's the matchup. I mean, Ash gets his own like kind of sidekick sailor scouts. Is kind of the plot of Ash versus Evil Dead. The plot of Ash versus are... Evil Dead is Bruce Campbell's not going to do that same shit anymore. He's too old. Yes, yes. Bruce Campbell did three seasons of television where he got like. All that blood fucking thrown in his face every episode. He was a champ. He did his time. He's done. Remember when he was on Burn Notice for like all yes. of Burn Notice? Yeah. Remember yes. Burn Notice? Not really, but I remember that Bruce Campbell was part of it, and that's all I remember about Burn Notice. In TNT, I think that's we're who Marky Mark is playing in the, the Uncharted movie, right? Is Bruce Campbell in Burn Notice? <laughs> I mean, that tracks. I would assume I watched the Uncharted movie, which I did not because I love the Uncharted franchise. I have not seen the film. I started playing the first one, and it uh, by the time I played it, it was so old that um, I'm not sure which of these textures is supposed to be a handhold and which one isn't. <laughs> the textures are too bad. Without a doubt, one of my favorite series like of all time, Uncharted, uh, especially two and four. Yeah, getting into it a little bit, it felt like somebody was like okay what if tomb raider but instead of like the character's personality being sexy we just put han solo in it that sounds awesome i mean i'm pretty sure i'm i mean i'm pretty sure that's exactly what they pitched to sony what if indiana jones but fuckboy who learns to not be fuckboy over the course of one of gaming's great romances i do have mushroom ravioli waiting for me so um let's place this evil dead too i apologize for my progressively uncharted okay Evil Dead 2, above or below house? Below. Fine, below house. Okay. Thank you. All right, so that puts it at number 15 currently. Guys, scroll on down. It's time (laughs) to rank M. Night Shyamalan's old. Last. Holy shit. Nope. It beats Don't Breathe. Does it? Absolutely beats Don't Breathe for me. Okay, Uh, sure. But Welcome to Raccoon City takes it in a walk. Yeah, oh, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Welcome to Raccoon City made me laugh so many times. And at least more times than old made me laugh. Old made me laugh a lot of times when I was talking to you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Not yes. when I was watching the movie. It was but... a lot of fun to complain about. I'm kind oh, of yeah. glad like, that I watched it. Resident but... Evil made me go like, I'm sorry, hold on. Fucking what? All the time when I was watching it. And that was a lot of fun. Remember how the original plot is that they're stealing stuff from an old man who decides to kill them but then there's a twist where it turns out that he has actually kidnapped this girl to force impregnate her so that uh, he can replace his daughter with her that the girl actually accidentally killed and in the process of them trying to rescue this girl he kills her and then he kidnaps the main character of the movie and tries to forcibly impregnate her with an all and they did show like pubic hair on that turkey baster yeah, as much as I hate old, the turkey baster will ensure Don't Breathe's permanent place in last. Yeah, that's fair. Because, I mean, at least old didn't show the... It didn't show a pube in the fucking turkey baster semen. goo. It did not show a semen. And, you know, I appreciate that because it could have. Yeah. It definitely could have. real close. Yeah. And, you know, a way that was incredibly uncomfortable because those kids so i need to know i need you to tell me emily uh-huh. um 
above or below Devil Man for Perfect Blue? Oh, Perfect Blue for sure. Perfect Blue has to be. Like, Devil Man is fun, but come on. Perfect Blue is, like, legitimately up there. Like, that is one of the, like, firing on all octanes. Like, the animation is next level. The themes are incredibly poignant and complex. And, and it's a complete fucking movie. Yeah. But in Devil Man, the cars have scary vaginas that try to eat you. Like, Perfect Blue is, like, up there. Better. Yeah. Here's what we have to say is objectively, Perfect Blue is better than Black Swan, which is. Yes. Puts it at 42 to start. Now, I didn't see Freaky, so bear that in mind, but I would put it then, you know, maybe right before Ex Machina or Hellraiser. I wouldn't put it that high. Okay. I, I may be high. I may be high on that. Um, I may be high. You may, you may be high. I may be high. I, I mean, I also may be high. Yeah. I'm going to say mean, between Suspiria and Blood Runs Down, keep those in the family. It's definitely of that. I mean, it's, it has to be above Black Swan, if only to keep the ghost of Satoshi Cone from haunting us. Yeah. Well, like we, we should be put in like movie discusser jail if we put Black Swan <laughs> above the movie it blatantly stole from. Yeah, and also, you know, Perfect Blue is a better movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also that. Yeah. I would rank When Girl Walks Home Alone at Night above Perfect Blue, but I definitely, I think, Perfect Blue ranks above Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Velvet Buzzsaw, but I also really love uh, Perfect Blue. All right. What's the countdown until Mushroom Ravioli? It's it's, uh, done. It's waiting for me. No, I... I meant like the countdown of how many movies until you get the mushroom ravioli. Oh, that's a good that's a good question. Yes. Uh, well, we're getting close here. So we're all right. Power through move. marathon rankings. Sprint to the end. All right, scroll on down because the next one is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, man, talk about a classic. We did not dig. I mean, I definitely like Texas Chainsaw Massacre more than Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, agreed. So that's at least that's at least a floor for it. Okay. I I definitely don't think I could put it above Scream Three. Yeah, but, I would. I, would I mean, I would absolutely rather watch Drag Me to Hell than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would absolutely rather watch Resident Evil than the with Mia Jovovich than Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. So it might be that Friday the Thirteenth really is its floor. That's as much as it's getting above Suicide. I guess. Chains- yeah, but I would I mean, say above Suicide. Like I know it's supposed to be like this great movie, but I'm like, there was the ableism. I didn't feel tension. I'm not doing to the villain. The kills didn't do much, and Gore didn't really do much for me. Like, and we've watched some like horror classics recently, even that like I understand why they were big hits. I don't understand. Like, I get that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like shocking. I don't get how people say it holds up as a quality movie today. Like, I just don't. Yeah, and that might get me horror canceled, but I don't think that's what we do in horror fan world. Yeah. (laughs) We want to start if we, horror fans start wanting to cancel, then that's a. <laughs> this is um, why we do this genre. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Looking at our 100th episode, how do we rank the Night of the Living Dead? Definitely Ooh, above. Now that's original a, now that Candyman. we got to start. You put that. Where do you put that? Above original Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, God, not only does like it introduce all the zombie concepts. It still does them really well. I mean, I would put it above Mayhem, even, which would put it at number eight. Okay. Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah. I feel like George I mean, Romero would be cool with it ranking below Train to Busan, a movie which takes everything Night of the Living Dead does and builds on it. Yeah, that 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 ranking makes sense. Like, there have been some movies where I've been like, look, I get that it's important in legacy, and you don't get other movies without it. But I really do think Night of the Living Dead holds up as a very enjoyable film like to this day and then once you factor in how important it is to just all of movie making and like you said train to busan just takes it all to the next level so yeah yeah that feels right uh our next one is from 2021 and it's last night in soho Ooh, definitely below perfect blue yeah Yeah, i'm i'm looking below ginger snaps honestly no that's so like I, I get Ginger Snaps is fun, but when we talk about like what is the objectively better made film? Yeah, I don't know. I still have a lot of difficulty figuring out exactly in some ways what the hell the point of last night and so was. Like there's there's some strong performances in there. That Diana Rigg performance is very, very good. Brief though it is. I'm 
open to moving it up from there. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't put it up too much farther. Like, I would probably put it above Saw. Yeah, I would put it above Saw. I'm, I'm not thinking like a too dramatic increase, but just, you know, I think just above Ginger Snaps and Alien 3. Yeah. It's interesting yeah, to put Saw. it right next to the craft and compare the turns in those two movies. <laughs> well, that's where I kind of yeah. came away from where I'm like, ooh, the craft feels too iconic. I guess iconic and memorable and I don't know, craft just feels like one of the, like a more important horror film. Yeah, and the, the characters canon, so the characters in Last Night in Soho dress up like characters in the craft, like one to one for the Halloween party. Okay, now here yes. this is gonna be not in the nineteen sixties. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. this is gonna be a difficult one here because this one is easily the freshest one that's on the list, even more than Doctor Strange is uh Prey. Ooh. I Ooh, I did like this Prey. fucking movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I Ooh, I might have to put that above mayhem. Yeah, I'm gonna reach, I'm gonna point at She's uh, calling her shot. Above trained Busan for Prey. Oh, Maybe wow. even above us. Ooh. Damn. I mean, oh, you I mean you talk about movies that I could watch forever yeah all of them yeah seeing it near alien there makes a lot of sense we have a soft spot for monster movies because we have our, our two really heavy ones at the top and then that would put us with attack the block alien and prey right next to each other and they are kind of like they, they yeah, are i can't put it above alien but everything else yeah i, I can put do it that. i could i can fuck with that right below alien yeah like i could put it right yeah just... right below alien yeah Mommy and baby. It's so it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a little torn on that and us, but it's a real fucking good I movie. do feel like and maybe this is because us is a little hard on us Sam. I don't know. I feel like on the progressive side of things, prey might be a little or just more clearer in its representation and message than uh, but then you know, oof. I mean uh I, I think I'm as mumbling a horror... and stumbling because all these movies are so fucking good. Yeah. The reason that I put Prey so high is that there are not a lot of movies like it. No, uh, there's almost no movies like it. Yeah, like especially when you factor in that they did it like all in. Oh, I forget the language, like the exact language that they did, and like that is kind of next level. Oh yes, yeah. I, I Comanche. Think Comanche, Comanche, Comanche. Yeah. That and us is such an interesting comparison because the horror with us is so psychological. There's so much metaphor there. Prey is, is much more like straightforward action horror. You could flip a coin on that. I mean, they're both so fucking good. We do have Get Out at the very top. It's not like Jordan Peele's not getting good representation on this <laughs> list. Yeah. I don't know. Those those double performances, especially Pete and Iago's, are so, so strong. But Amber Midthunder's performance in, in Prey is so good as well. I think what may be the determining factor is only one of these movies has Tim Heidecker in it. It, it, it might it might have to go to Ty goes the Tim Heidecker again. They, we're talking about just some of the best fucking movies I've ever seen, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go us over Prey. I am too. Okay. Well, Prey can split us and New Candyman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely above New Candyman. Damn respectable position. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's the wolf house that goes that is a oh boy that's a low one for me that one's a like that one goes an x yeah what, uh, what do you call like art project yeah like i almost feel like it is oh, but it is i mean what do you do with something that is objectively beautiful that i really didn't enjoy like at all i'm gonna put it at 80 no i'm gonna put it it's better than Cabin in the Woods. It's not better than Blood and Donuts. And I would certainly rather watch Repo's Genetic Opera again than watch Wolfhouse. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I know we have good reason to hate Cabin in the Woods, but it's infinitely more watchable than Wolfhouse for me. Oh, without a doubt. Actually, you know what? Let's put it below. Let's put it between the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and... Wait, let me double check. I have to update my list. Show me the list. Show it. Show me the list. Um, weirdly, Jerry Maguire. Weirdly watching Texas Chainsaw Master and Wolfhounds. Weirdly similar uh, 
situations for me because both of them, I was just there going, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, at least the wolf house had good craft and didn't Gosh. like torture any actors. No, only shitload of chalk artists. Whoever was doing that was torturing themselves. Yeah. Um, that was maybe consensual, oh. hopefully. So I, I guess the wanna... buffer below me to Resident Evil. I'm going to say below. I, I, I mean, it's a, it, it's objectively a greater work of art. I am but never going to watch much rather watch. I'm never going to watch Wolf House again. I'd absolutely watch Mila Jovovich Resident Evil again. Yeah. Welcome to Raccoon City. Mm. <laughs> put it on in the background. Um, yeah. I mean, um, that's, uh, that's actually where Resident Evil is, is put it on in the background anytime. Um, yeah. Uh, but now we got to talk about La Llorona. Uh, that's definitely better than The Wolf House. And I would yeah. say it's, uh, I put it above the the devil man section. La Llorona, or when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? The movie. Yeah. I really liked La Llorona. I think I do agree that it does suffer from a commitment. Issue. I gained a better understanding and appreciation of La Llorona. From our discussion, that was a yeah. very fruitful discussion we had about it and the cultural constraints it was working, it was being made under. Yeah. Shout out to Pablo. Yes. Yes. Thank you. We did the learning, which is good because there's so many things in this world that I don't know jack fucking shit about. I like to learn. Most of them, in fact. I might stick it under Blackula. Where's Blackula, I guess? Blackula is at number 70. This would be just above Devil Man. I would put it higher. I would put it higher than Shutter. I think it's. I, I think mean, it's... this is where we get the problem. Of like, because like, I think La Llorona is a much better movie than it is a horror movie. Like, I'd rank it higher as a movie than I do as a if I as a horror movie. Like, I don't why... know. Shutter to me is a much more is much more effective horror. Yeah, Shutter's spooky. Yeah, you know what? Fantastic. There's a there's a. A duo of movies here that have the same problem as La Llorona, which is 2019 Black Christmas and Nightbreed, both of which you spend a lot of time getting to wherever the stuff is. Nightbreed is seemingly infinitely long to me. I don't, I don't know how long that movie is. It feels five hours long. It does feel very long. I think putting La Llorona above Black Christmas makes sense because it's a better movie. It's saying more. One I do think has to go higher than those, though, is Tigers Are Not Afraid. Absolutely. Tigers Are Not Afraid is going to oh, be... Oh, love Tigers Are Not Afraid. That's going high. Yeah, that's going to be up in the, the 30s and 20s, I think. I would put that somewhere in the Ex Machina range. Yeah. Like, maybe right above or below Hellraiser. Or, mm, actually, you know what? Actually, mm, what do y'all think about between It Follows and The Vivich? Because It Follows is real good. I can see I'm gonna, that. I'm going to put it above It Follows. Okay. Yeah, I would put it above It Follows because it's got a little bit better message. And You know, if we're going with by that measure, I think it's good. Like, maybe even above uh, Eve's Bayou. I don't think it should go above Horror Noir, though. Oh, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, right. So, above It Follows. That feels right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I put the episode names in here for older episodes, so it's just revisiting the fact that we subtitled It Follows as The Cock Ring. <laughs> the ring, but for sex. Yeah. Now, uh, this is a difficult one to figure out where to place, because uh, we're talking about the platform here. It's very good at what it is. It's very difficult to watch. I yeah. think it's going to be... For me, this is a high one. Yeah, but I think it's going to be in it, like some, I think it's going to be on either side of Velvet Buzzsaw. This is definitely higher than that for me. Really? Um, yeah. I would have it up here with It Follows, maybe right okay. below It Follows. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I can. We're going to talk about messages. That, that's good. That's a message. Yeah. 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 That's, that's one of those ones that like, it seems straightforward, but then you can talk about it for eight hours. Now, if we want to talk about something that doesn't maybe have as uh, deep a message, maybe it doesn't have as much probing to do. Uh, Event <laughs> Horizon was up next. Oh, wow, uh, wow, 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 wow. Now, I yeah. do think this is the superior Paul W.S. Anderson film. I do think it's better than Mia Jovovich Resident Evil. I agree. 
I would. Okay, I think it's. Solidly... I mean, the Superior movie is Mortal Kombat, but that is not eligible for this list. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking. I'm looking at our list here, and I'm seeing. Okay, so I've, I'm past like. You go past Velvet Buzzsaw. You get to there's the descent, kind of this weird, odd fellow amidst you know Velvet's Buzzsaw and After Midnight and these like very heady movies, and then you have Godzilla who's also hanging out with the descent, being like whoa, and then we have Annihilation and um, Hard Candy, Blood Runs Dead, Suspiria, Black. I think that is the that is the list. It's, um, it's way lower than that for me. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm. I think we're. I'm, I'm continuing to scroll here. Yeah, Hellraiser two, definitely not above Hellraiser two. Definitely not. Is it above Alien I mean, three to you? No, honestly, no. That's a tough one for me because I. I think Alien three is too high. <laughs> That's you guys's. Alien three is probably too high. I would still argue it's a better movie than Event Horizon. Event Horizon does have rewatchability and like a lot. But by being good bad which i guess which for us is an important metric don't get me wrong like i think like here's the thing like i think alien 3 is a better film than event horizon i have way more fun watching event horizon than i do alien 3 now how that translates into the rankings i don't know okay i have now i have a question for you okay which would you rather watch event horizon or near dark Ooh, um, two movies that are, are very similar to me in that they have great concepts that they really biff. Like, Near Dark I, should be so good. And the last half hour of that movie just takes a real sideways slide. Yeah, I'd say Event Horizon just because, like, man, when it goes big, it's goes so big. Okay. Yeah, that's on. almost a toss-up for me. That's a real toss. I think it's also, like, how does Event Horizon hold, like, hold up on the rewatch like i think if i'm by myself i'm putting on near dark if i'm with friends i'm watching event horizon i'm honestly fine putting that anywhere between blackula and don't uh, yeah that feels like put, the right place i am putting event horizon smack between near dark and devil man to the demon bird yeah yeah i i fuck with that I if event horizon had the same level of gore put S's as on devil man i think it would be a better film yeah all right we're getting close. We got two more left. Okay. Uh, All right. Last two. We want to talk about the movies go big, that are go fun home. to watch. But it suck. It's Prometheus. Prometheus. Um, yeah, those are my Legendary favorites. director Ridley Scott. Oh, man, that is. I, I'm going to admit that this is a decision based mostly on aesthetics. But I really think it'd be funny if we have Prometheus right on underneath the event horizon. It does feel really funny to me, yeah. And I mean, also, that guys, works. accurate. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm into that. that works yeah, no, me. that's. I think if you combine those two movies, you might actually come up with something good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. because like, Event Horizon was good in good reveals without a mythology, and Prometheus was good mythology without good reveals. Yeah. Like, if the reveal, like, where did the xenomorphs come from? Space hell is real, and that's where they're from. Hell, like I might have yeah. been like that. That might have been like an origin worthy of the xenomorphs, rather than TM, just like TM 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 TM. Where we we got it. We're writing the book. Yeah, Ridley Scouch. If you want that, you gotta give me five dollars. And I'm not. This is just me though. We we all like that's just my terms. This is to be negotiated with Ben and Jeremy. They're they're going to you put be... us together. We sound like the ice cream guys. Ben and Jeremy. Yeah, we do. Do I need to get like I mean that's not bad. It's bits because I my only demand, Ridley Scott, is I wanna have an ice cream cone with you. I wanna have an ice cream cone with Sigourney Weaver. And that's my actually yeah no I don't want five dollars. I want a candlelit dinner on like the Paris Riviera with Sigourney Weaver. Fuck now okay now I'm up in my terms. I want ice cream, candlelit dinner. No, oh, that's not part uh, of the terms. That's just me fantasizing. Well, I'm putting it on the terms now, and I'm going to include all of us and our partners and Sigourney Weaver, and I'll buy Sigourney Weaver's dinner, but I just can't like. Pay the I mean, whole travel. We are yes. talking about Prometheus in this case, though. Can we bring Charlize along as well? 
And and if if our partners are coming along, I have to ask for Idris too. Oh yeah, I want. I definitely want Idris Elba and maybe Sam Neill. Okay. I don't know. Okay, we actually okay. Where to actually put it though on the list? Below or put Prometheus right underneath Event Horizon. Yeah. Right. 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 I got confused when I said Gorney Weaver for some reason. I thought we were revisiting Alien Three. I I under I I very much understand because this thinking about Sigourney Weaver is very distracting. It right it just like I I, I kind of forget where I was. I was just in like my Sigourney Weaver romantic Paris fanfic mode. Yeah. Okay. Reader is that where's that on Ao3? Reader x Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Guys, here's where it gets real difficult because our last film that we're ranking for this year was our Halloween film, our end of October. It's widely believed to be one of the best horror movies of all times, best definitely uh, monster movie of all time. It's John Carpenter's The Thing. And I oh, would put fuck. it at number yes. three. Number three. Put it below yeah. Get Out uh, and Oh my God, after Babadook, right after Babadook? Yeah, I mean, there... we wouldn't have The Thing. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't there have so Attack the Block without few... The Thing. Yeah. There are so few movies I can, in good conscience, put above Alien, but The Thing is one of them. I actually, you know, I like Alien better than The Thing. I absolutely do not. The Thing is so, so much more interesting. There's so much more going on with the suspicion and everything in that movie. Alien, they're largely doomed by the fact that they're stupid and can't stay in the same room together. But The Thing is like, the people in the room with you could be the alien. But you can. But if someone has the shit in them, the alien in them, it's hard to know. Also, the alien came out first, but the thing from another world came out before that. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, all right. right. So good. I mean, I mean, do we want to revisit Alien Attack the Block and like jumble that so like Alien still gets to move up? Okay. No, I'm. I have to stay solid in my conviction, and. All right, you're I'm solid so, on Attack the Block being above, and Jeremy's the on the, the thing being above, and as much as I fucking love Attack the Block, I mean, the thing is just... The thing... I mean, the uh, effects. Attack the, the Block wouldn't exist without the thing, and also Keith yeah. David. And Keith David, as professional flamethrowerist, Keith David. Yeah, these, yeah. It's so funny, because these top, these top 15 movies for me are all, like, I have them all ranked as five stars. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, and again, easily a top Keith David role alongside Goliath from Gargoyles and Vice President Keith David from Saints Row Four. <laughs> yes, Keith David is in the recent Disney cartoon Amphibia. Yes. As the, have you seen that? Yes, I. He is I the daddiest. It, my, my daughters have. He is the daddiest. He's like a giant salamander man, and I'm like. Emily, your brain, like, we just keep peeling back the layers, and the deeper we go, the more lost I become. I, I take that as compliment, and I know that it was meant as you should, it was meant as such. All right. So that finishes out year two of Progressively Horrified. The only thing we haven't ranked are the TV shows we watched. We're up to, let's see, 103 total movies. Don't Breathe is still at the bottom. Whistle sound. <laughs> but our top 10 looks like this. We have Get Out. We have The Babadook. We have The Thing. We have Attack the Block. Alien. Us. Prey. Candyman. Train to Busan. And Night of the Living Dead. I can fuck with that. TM. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, Elite. These are 10 incredible movies. Yes. All oh right. yeah, you you go with that top ten. You are having yourself an amazing time. So when you're listening Anything to this, on we this... probably already talked about all of our Dracula movies and our Cronenberg movies, but those will be on thing for next year because we started at Halloween our first year. So every year we uh, go to our our Halloween movies. We finish out a year. So next year you'll get to find out where we rank the Flash. Uh, but it has been an amazing second year with you guys we've watched so many movies oh it has been scary delights all throughout and i hope for many more years of progressively horrified absolutely yes we haven't even talked about here on toro yet we haven't only crimson peak 
Oh, wait. Of you guys that I took something valuable away from M. Night Shyamalan's old. And that I was don't think I want to be credit. Okay. <laughs> this friendship. Right. Yes. Friendship Look, again, is the real we made, we made it through old. These are the kind of bonds you only get from like soldiers who fought a war together. Yes. I am very confident about describing my or comparing my experience with the film old to the PTSD of uh, actual combat. I can't think of your service that in no way minimizes an incredibly pertinent, bad war thing, thing that is war. Yeah, no, that was um, very elegantly stated. It's late. We thank you for your service, those of you who have actually seen combat. But, you know, thank you for doing us talk about these 103 movies. Yeah. We also appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate and all of our guests. We want you on again. We want to talk more and we want to talk to more people. If you haven't been a guest and you want to be a guest, hit us up. Progressively Horrified on Twitter as Prog Horror Pod. We're Progressively Horrified on Patreon. Is that also Prog Horror Pod? I can't remember. Jeremy, you do this part. Progressively Horrified on Patreon. Yeah. And look up Progressively Horrified on Letterboxd. You'll find this. uh, You'll find this list. Um, I also have a list on uh, Letterboxd that is just the spoopy movies, but not including this year. It's not a complete list yet, but look at this. The list that we just talked about, look at that one, because that was special. And I have one that's all horror movies by black directors, so... Nice. Two. There's a lot of them, and there's no guarantee that all of those are good, just because just because they're on the list. Yes. It's not, a good, it's not a list of good horror movies by black directors. It's no, just it's just a... all the black... All the horror movies by black directors that I can find. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a ball. Love you guys. And until next time, stay horrified. We love you too.